There are some very strange vocal exercises that work wonders for the voice. In fact, if someone hears you doing these, they might wonder if you've gone a little nuts. In this episode, I'll be teaching them to you. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. Some of the funniest and very effective exercises that I teach involve doing character voices. I find cartoon voices especially beneficial. Before we get into them, let's explore the how and the why. How do we sound like someone else? Well, first of all, you have to know that we learn to make vocal sounds by listening to other voices. The vocal apparatus actually tries to configure itself to match the sounds of the voice it's listening to for the purpose of being able to communicate well with the other person. That's how we learn language and songs in the first place, and why people in the same families tend to sound more alike. I'm going to quote from an article titled, Are You a Good Mimic? in Frontiers in Psychology. The quote goes, Vocal imitation provides a basis for acquisition of both languages and musical systems. The article also shares research that suggests that there's some phonological filtering in the brain called interference that makes it difficult to change the vocal choices and habits from our mother tongue or dialect. However, we can all change our voices by making conscious choices to change the way we normally move parts of our vocal apparatus and configure our throat channels. Secondly, it's important to understand the difference between mimicking and imitating another voice. Award-winning voiceover artist Victoria DeAnda has an article explaining that mimicking is just repeating what someone else sings or says— while imitating is repeating the way the other voice talks or sings. For the purposes of the vocal exercises I'm teaching you here, we want to imitate another voice, not just mimic it. Okay, let's move on to the why. Why should we do vocal exercises in character voices? Well, of course, if you need to sound like someone else to do a sound-alike voiceover, to play a role in a production, or to authentically learn another language, then you'll have to dig into exactly how the voice you want to imitate is doing it. There's a great video on specific movements to investigate called Voice Breakdown from a speech coach at New York Vocal Coaching, and I'll leave a link to that in the podcast notes. But for my purposes, I train voices to speak and sing from a fully optimized, warmed up, and flexible vocal apparatus. So I use character voices to help expand the voice and give it options before that voice's authentic performance. I usually use at least three specific characters to open and morph and change, shape, shift, stretch parts of the throat channel to limber everything up expand and contract spaces, and smooth transitions. It's kind of like kneading bread dough. (sighs) Okay, are you ready to do some? Let's choose our text. Speakers, just decide on a few lines of speech. You might even use a poem or the lyric to a song. Singers, just use a portion of a song. Notice that changing the way you move your eyes, raising or lowering an eyebrow, Your jaw, dropping, tightening, or making a chewing motion, 
your hands and arms differently can help alter your sound. We literally call this facial and body language. All right, I'm going to start with a very short demonstration for speakers using this weird phrase. In a distant galaxy somewhere over the rainbow, way up high and far, far away. All right, first, you just say it in your normal voice, noticing how your voice feels and sounds, and that's what I just did. Secondly, say it again while sounding hooty, low, and dark in a voice like Smokey the Bear, Cookie Monster, or Bullwinkle. It would sound like this. In a distant galaxy somewhere over the rainbow, way up high and far, far away. You'll notice my larynx is really lowered, and it feels like I'm yawning as I'm saying it. Third, say the same phrase, sounding like a munchkin or a chipmunk, or like you've been breathing helium, which is not recommended, by the way, it's dangerous. It might sound something like this. In a distant galaxy, somewhere over the rainbow, way up high and far, far away. Okay, for that, my larynx is raised and my throat channel's kind of tight. Now for the last step, go back and try to speak right in the middle of those opposing tones, which will be more like your normal voice, but should have something extra. It might sound like this. In a distant galaxy, somewhere over the rainbow, way up high and far, far away. If you're like me, that time your voice is going to feel better just a little bit and sound a little more agile and interesting and richer than the first time you said it. All right, my singers, let's do the same thing, but pair the words with the melody. For example, we'll just use the old song, You Are My Sunshine. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. All right, that's singing it normally. Second, just like with the speakers, sing it with a hootie tone, like Smokey the Bear or... Cookie Monster or Bullwinkle. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. (laughs) Sounds like I'm singing and yawning at the same time. Third, let's sing it as if the treble were all the way up, like a munchkin or a chipmunk. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. (laughs) That's kind of hard because my larynx is raised and my throat channel is tight. All right, lastly, sing it with a tone that's right in the middle of those voices, which should be close to your normal voice. It might sound like, You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. All right, when I sing it that last time, my voice feels just a little easier and stretchier, and I sound a little more open and resonant and interesting. See if you don't as well. Okay, let's go farther. Get creative. You can use any voice you can think of. Try sounding like what you think a chicken sounds like, a robot, a character from a movie like Ice Age or The Secret Life of Pets or an alien from Star Wars or Men in Black. Try sounding like a kid or an elder, someone very different in age than you. 
Try overusing a different accent or dialect than your normal one. You can do this with any text or song. The results should not only warm your voice up nicely, but also give you more vocal control and resonance. So if you try this, do let me know how it works for you. A good way to do that is to join my All Things Vocal Facebook group, which I'll leave a link to in the show notes, and comment there. And that wraps up this episode. This is Judy Rodman, your vocal coach. You can always find me at judyrodman.com. We'll see you next time for All Things Vocal, the podcast for voices with messages that matter.